Hi. Hi. Welcome to Obsess Much with Mel Z. And Jano. A podcast about obsessions, the healthy ones, the unhealthy ones, and all the ridiculous ones in between. On this episode, we discuss topics that go together perfectly, like stabbing. And dish racks. Death by cyanide. And Pepto-Bismol paralyzers. Broad topics about life in a world full of things to obsess about. Today on Obsess Much. We're a little obsessed about these things And we want to touch On every single detail we think you'd like Obsessed Much Okay. Okay, okay so we're going to talk about things that we're obsessed with. And it was honestly pretty hard to pick one. Jeff picked a few, <laughs> uh, but it was very hard for me. I, I was under the impression we were picking one, so I picked one, but it was hard. So um, I'm pretty obsessed with manipulation in general, the way that we manipulate people to get over onto our side, manipulate people into believing what we believe. And I always think about Trump and how that's what Trump does. He convinces you of things. He convinces, not me, and certainly not anyone in this room, I don't think. Um, he convinces people of things just by being confident, right? Yeah. It's a really good tactic. And I, I, like, he's a fucking piece of shit, but he's really good at that. Yeah. And I think about it all the time when I'm, because I'm, I, work, I'm, I work in digital marketing as a content writer, and we have to meet with clients and they want to know that we know what we're doing. And sometimes I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm questioning, I mean I do, but I'm just, you know, you just question yourself, especially when somebody's asking you a million questions and you, know, you just get nervous. So I kind of call on this Trump tactic. So you to, use it. Yes, to just bullshit, right? You just tell people that you know what you're talking about even if you don't believe it, mm -hmm. and then they believe you. If you confidently tell them, lie to them, mm -hmm. that you know what you're talking about, they will listen to you. They usually believe you, right? You know what I do? What? Because I always look frustrated. <laughs> so I always look busy. Yeah. And then nobody wants to ask you to do yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're saying this is what... You're obsessed with lately. Okay, so yes, so manipulation, just in general, as a broad topic, I'm pretty obsessed yes. with. And I think about it all the time because of all the ways, all the times in your life that you have to manipulate people. And that sounds like, that sounds like a bad word, manipulate, right? But it's like we use it all the time. But people who do not use it well are cult leaders. They don't use manipulation well? No, like in a good way. They use it very well. They're expert manipulators, but they don't use it for the greater good. Yes. Like I'm using it to be like, yeah, I know how to like write this web copy for you. Sure, yeah, I know everything about your industry. Right? That's mm -hmm. pretty innocuous. Nobody, that's, I'm not hurting anybody by doing that. But cult leaders on the other side. Yeah, no kidding. Don't. I always think about how powerful cult leaders are and how, how do they get these people. I don't, I know. crazy concepts. Yes. You know? And you hear, like, we watched Waco. Yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago. Did you guys watch Waco? No. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I've heard about it before. Like, um, what are they it's called? It's with the, the girl from Ozarks, the blonde uh, yes. Ruth. And the guy heard from um, uh, Friday Night Lights. Okay. Uh, Riggins. 
the hunk, the hunky okay. football player from Friday Night Lights. He plays David Koresh, the like cult leader that manipulated everyone into doing insane things. But so I started. I, I'm always obsessed with cult leaders. I'm think, you know, I, I think about cult leaders daily. I mean, I don't know if you do. <laughs> I think about them a lot. So That's I did some research, right? Because I heard about how it, it happens often that cult leaders convince the the male followers to have to be castrated, because often the leaders want to have sex with all the women. Yes. Right? I just it's like that's about always this. the story is that like it's like hey, I want I'm starting a cult and the whole premise behind it is that I'm going to fuck every woman yeah. and no other men can. Yes. It's insane. I, I just listened to something where they're like oh, so this is the cult leader talking they say, "Oh, and by the way, I got to have sex with all of yeah. you." <laughs> <laughs> and there's not much else behind and you can't it, do right? About it. What was yeah. that? What was that? I don't know. You, you didn't hear that? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. That's but it's funny. true. That's exactly what they do, right? Yeah. So they did that in Heaven's Gate. Do you remember Heaven's oh, Gate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he... Okay, so the, what Heaven's Gate was about was yeah. that they would commit suicide and it would enable them to enter a, a hidden sh spaceship behind the Hale-Bopp comet. And this was in California. Ooh, I think so. Remember the Keds and yeah. the purple yes. sheets over them? So they... Committed but, suicide, yes. by, and uh, they probably drank something. Yeah, I think they drank something. And they wore keds, yes. white keds, I think and, so, then yeah. and then they had the purple sheet on sheet top on of them. themselves. Yes. Okay, and then there was Jim Jones. These are like the big ones. Jonestown, Jonestown yeah. right? He actually had some pretty cool, like really left-wing uh, progressive ideas in the beginning, and then kind of went crazy with power, had like hundreds and hundreds of followers. And then can, they, they were threatened. The, the government was coming in to yeah. maybe take their kids. So they got threatened. And he convinced over 900 people to drink cyanide and kill themselves. They didn't know about it? They knew that they were going to die. Oh, yes. really? So that's the power he had. And same with Heaven's Gate. They knew they were going to die. Scientology, they're nuts, man. They're a cult. They, they need to be classified as a cult. They believe that human beings are vessels for the ghosts of brainwashed aliens. Okay, do you know how many Scientologists there are? Yeah. Then there's the Branch Davidians, that's David Koresh, that's the Waco story. He believed that he was the Messiah and that all women were his spiritual wives and he could have sex with all of them, but nobody else could. So essentially they I were castrated. I would agree to that. Okay, right? And then Charles Manson, another one. Yeah. He was another manifestation of Jesus and he'd lead them through the coming race war. And also, oh, by the way, murder these people for no reason. So like, how on earth... Are the, like, it sounds insane to believe these things, but somehow these guys were so good at mm -hmm. manipulating people that they convinced people to kill themselves, to do all these insane things just because of random shit that they spouted off. Who do you think has that same power that uses it for good? Um, like, I guess like religious leaders hmm. and politicians for sure right like honestly trump is really good at that he's like a fucking great marketer he knows how to get people to believe what he's saying even if it's completely insane yeah. people are dropping off now they're not really believing him so much anymore but they were for sure so anyway i was thinking about all this and how they have 
they use these specific tactics, right? Like they go about convincing people in, it's not just like random that people are like, well, yeah, I really, I think your ideas are great. Yeah. They use these specific tactics, right? So they always target vulnerable people, right? People are searching for an identity, searching for something to believe yeah. in. Okay, then they isolate them. So they are immersed in the ideologies and there's no escape. Everyone around them is confirming everything that the leader's saying, right? There's no one around to discredit, um, or there's no one around to object to anything, right? And then they're discrediting their families and everyone else. Okay, and then they offer love and acceptance. So they, they do this thing called love bombing, where they shower people with affection, flattery, this is validation. This is all cult leaders. These, oh. are the, these are the tactics they use to get people to join. So we're like, I'm always like, how the fuck do they, yeah. how can a normal person go, join a cult, it's just so, it's mind-boggling, right? Yeah. But they use these measured tactics to get them on their side, right? Mind games, sleep and food deprivation, just all these things to break down a person, and then pretty quickly they're like reliant on the cult, yeah. right? They need, they feel that they need them, they're rewarded when they agree, and then they're punished or mocked or whatever when they don't agree or when they question it at all. Um, so now you're like just isolated from normal life and old friends, and then you're stuck in this cult. And probably most cult members don't like it that much of the yeah. time, but they feel that they need to be there, right? That is crazy. It's crazy. And so, and like when we watched Waco, I was like, Is it a documentary? You must have watched Wild Wild, Wild, Wild <coughs> Country. I didn't. Oh my God. I know. I know. But you know about some cults. Yeah. Yeah. Because of you. <laughs> And I guess Annie. But, yeah, uh, and Annie for sure. Yeah, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. And it's like I want to like I really want to judge the members yeah. of the cult, right? I know. Then I was thinking about when I went to rehab. Yeah. I went to rehab in 2014, and it's so similar. The the AA is so similar to a cult in this that they do all of those same things. They target vulnerable people, right? People who are needing something, they're, they're desperate for some kind of hope, and then they isolate you. Like when I went to treatment, I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody for five weeks. Yeah. Not, 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 not on the phone, not, I couldn't see them, nothing, right? So you're totally isolated and just surrounded by all the people that are believing all these things, yeah. right? I mean, they're pretty, you know, very vulnerable. Right? State. And then there's no one around that's objecting. They're being loving and accepting and you know, flattering you, complimenting you, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, you become reliant and they even tell you that, that like if you leave, yeah. you're going to relapse and die. That's With what a, they tell a, you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right? And so it's like a so much mind control. I'm, okay, well that's an, an example of somebody using it for good. Really, right? Sure, yeah. but it's, it's good in some ways, but it's bad in other ways, right? Because it makes you like, you can be, you can recover from drugs and alcohol without having this anchor that you have to mm -hmm. always be going to, you know, like, yeah. and they're just like weird and boring. Yeah. <laughs> I just found them so weird meetings and, you know, it's just a weird world, but it's so, it's like you can't, there's so many times in your life probably where like you aren't even noticing that you're being manipulated by this thing, whether it's for good or bad. Yeah. Right? I, and it's I just like you can't judge people that are very manipulative. Cults. And I don't do I don't really do it anymore. 
But you must do it in some ways. But you were definitely big much time. more manipulative big than you are now. Time. Big time. Yeah. And I was good at it. Yeah, and you know you're good at it, yeah. right? I, f- I feel like I'm pretty good at it too. I'd say so, definitely. But <laughs> I don't know why I, I don't use it anymore. Maybe I feel like it's when you're doing shitty things, like yeah, that you manipulate because you have to lie to get people on your side. You know, when you're living like a nice life and you're being honest and whatever, like you don't have to manipulate people anymore. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's exactly the life I live. Yeah, like it's always like shady people, like these guys that the cult leaders. All they want to do is fuck all these women. Trump just wants to like own everything and be a piece of shit and ruin people's lives. And you know, when you're manipulating people, you're usually like. A drug addict or like some fucked up in some way. Yeah. You know? Very interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Pretty obsessed with it. Are you? Yes. The castration. Imagine being convinced to be castrated. What else is there that, uh, oh, like in, um, what are they called? Op- not operas, but like there's a soprano and a tenor. Yeah. What are those called? Like roles? Uh, no, like the performers. Pavarotti? <laughs> no. I don't know. Singers? Like a group. Maybe it was just a choir. Okay. But yeah. years ago. Okay, okay. And they would castrate the, the young kids, the boys. Right. So that so their voices the don't. Voice, yeah. yeah. But then they grow all weird and they're lanky and like, yeah, weird. But yeah. So what are you obsessed with though? Just the cults. idea of it all? Cults. Manipulation and cults. Like that, I, I, I'm just fascinated by the idea that, I mean, you can be convinced of things, but to be convinced to drink a drink that you know is going to kill you and then feed it to your children. I know. It's the kid absolutely insane. Like just the to get to that level of manipulation is wild. Would you like to hang out with these people to learn? And, well, you know what? They've Not written learn, books. They've written books and I really actually do want to read the books. The, like the survivors of, yeah, oh, yeah, like Jonestown, you know how they like drank all the cyanide, like don't yeah. drink the Kool-Aid or yeah. whatever. It wasn't actually Kool-Aid, but, um, it wasn't Kool-Aid. No, it was like some other kind of name, Fright Aid or first. Because it was in South Africa, right? Jonestown. I think so, yes. Yeah. Was it in South Africa? Yeah, I guess I it, it was. Yeah. Um, they, um, what was I going to say? What did you ask me? About the Kool-Aid. No. They knew they were going to die. They drank it. They knew they were going to die. That level of manipulation is yeah. insane. It'd be interesting to talk to these people. I know. Not so. You can. There were. Well, that's what I was gonna say. There were survivors of Jonestown. So they, yes. the ladies. Those people that ran away. And, and there was a news. There was crew a lady that slept through it. She was like in her seventies. She was sleeping in her cabin, and then she woke up the next morning and walked out, and it was just bodies everywhere. Yeah. So slept through it happened it. that quick. That's like a he he got deep word sleep. that yeah no kidding yeah <laughs> panic and <laughs> I mean there's a pretty kind of a peaceful way to die, really, but um, that's how quickly, what was his name, Jones? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. So he got word that maybe this, the Americans were coming in, the army was coming yeah, in or something? Yeah, it was a politician that showed up. Because there was a news crew and yeah, stuff and there, right? Yeah, they, they killed them, they killed the news crew and the they politician. They shot them, though. They shot them. They shot them, yeah. 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 But, yeah. so that happened in one day. He, heard, he yeah. got word and he said, okay. I That's think so, yeah. He just decided, like, because he had just gone mad. Yeah, I watched a right? documentary about that years ago. Yeah, it's totally nuts. It's great. I actually but watched it during work. They're <laughs> fascinating, but it's like you always just want to judge the members, but it's hard because it's so easy to be convinced. By the end of treatment, I was like, yeah, okay, there's definitely a God, and like, wow, like, 
yeah, there, this is the only way, and I'm definitely going to die without this. But, like, yeah. that's not true. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're kind of submerged in that environment. Right? that You, you can really be convinced of anything. Yeah. I fear that maybe you could be. I hope that you couldn't be. To be convinced of anything? Yeah. Well, I think you could be. Yeah, I think you could be, too. Absolutely, 100% you could. They literally fed their kids, like, cyanide. I can't believe that like, happens. It's mental. Yeah. Yeah. And how did Charles Manson, what was his deal? I don't know. He was just like a weird hippie that like, maybe they liked his music. <laughs> yeah. Because he was friends with the Beach Boys. No, he like. He was. He was, he like hung out with Brian like, Wilson. with like Dennis Wilson, the drummer, like a couple times or something. And then Dennis uh, Wilson was like, this guy's a fucking freak. Huh. Yeah. I and thought so they were friends he, and did acid together. No, I think stuff. that's why. Okay. Like, so Dennis Wilson was the. The drummer of the Beach now. Boys who died he was the only surfer. Beach Boy who was a surfer. Yeah. And, that died and he drowned. Drowning, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and he he his friend had a recording studio in the Sharon Tate house. Yeah. And so Charles oh. Manson yeah. And so oh. then the the Tates moved in and then Charles Manson sent the like freaks that he had con- yeah. you know, like the Manson family, he sent them there to like get his money back or kill something stupid that makes no sense the night that they died no before that or maybe the day of i don't know all i know is that they used to live there the guy that was that was friends with dennis wilson that was supposed to record charles manson's album and then didn't roman flansky and so then roman lansky and sharon tate and their friends and everything were there well not roman flansky wasn't there but yeah he was away yeah did you watch um Oh, something L.A. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's new movie. Yeah, what's uh, it called? Something in Hollywood. Once upon uh, a time, time, time in Hollywood. I loved how yeah. they did that. I I did too. It was really sad. It was really sad. The what was? Just like that she like got to live. It was just kind of a sad reality that like it could have been that easy. That I know. they could have just like. Away, or I guess they killed them, didn't they? they, they like killed brutally them. killed them, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, shoots her right. with the fire, oh um, my god, flamethrower, yes, and then and smashes the other one's face into the into the yeah, mantle. When he when Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio tells the story to Sharon Tate's friend after when they're outside, half <laughs> casually, is hey, I roasted her. <laughs> I know it was good. It's weird that Quinn Tarantino is like always doing. Um, revenge fantasies now. At the end of every one of his movies now, it seems like it's revenge fantasies. Yeah, Remember, like so. the Hitler one, they Django kill Hitler. Unchained. Django. What's yeah. the Hitler one? Uh, I forget what it's called. The Hitler one is called. Oh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess but I wasn't right. expecting that. I was like, he's not going to do another revenge fantasy. Yeah. So I was expecting her to die. And I thought, oh God, I don't want to see those assholes go in there and kill her like they yeah. did. And then, so it was really nice oh. that they didn't, but then it was it's sad. I, I, I wonder what her family thought of that. Well, her sister was like a consultant on the show, Sharon Tate's sister. Huh. I mean, I don't know. I bet they liked it. But yeah. I, actually, I, yeah, I bet they did because they actually talked about her life and not just like yeah. how she was killed. By, exactly. Yeah. I listened to, or I watched a documentary about it, and um, they talk about the stabbing when they were stabbing them, because one girl didn't go into Sharon Tate's house. Yeah. And there was three or four of them, right, that were killed. Yeah. And she could hear them stabbing, and then... Oh, no, maybe she did stab, but anyway, she was saying that 
when they'd stab the chest that it would hit the rib and like wouldn't go in and it's just so gross. Ugh, we just watched Pulp Fiction the other day. Yeah. Remember that when they stab her with the uh Yeah, the the needle. What's it called though? The adrenaline? Adrenaline, yeah. Yeah. Like you have to break through it. Ugh, gross. Yeah. That's horrible. Um okay, so we're gonna talk about Oh, the things that I'm obsessed with. Okay, I hope they're not as dark as mine. Yeah, yours was super, <laughs> super dark. <laughs> <laughs> mine listening to yours, I'm like, oh man. Mine's just about me. Uh, okay, so here's mine, okay? And there's a few. I kind of wish I prioritized them, but one is the dishes. Okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going from cults and murder to this. Okay, so we are, uh, I'm particular about it. Okay, so I do the majority of the dishes. I'd say 90% I'm doing the dishes, okay? Michelle, my wife, does them, obviously, but the other 10%. But here's the deal. So we have a rack. We have a drying rack, and then we have a drying towel, right? So I'll do the dishes right after, like at the second. Sometimes I still have food in my mouth when I'm doing the dishes. Okay, put them, put them away on the rack. That's it. Just leave them to dry. And then once they're dry, maybe the next day we'll put them away or later that day. Michelle took the rack away. She took the rack away. She said, well, I don't like that this is out. Yeah, I agree. I said, what do you care? Because I'm doing them. <laughs> I'm doing the dishes. So that was uh, upsetting. <laughs> and I just got it back, and I was so, so happy to see the rack. <laughs> what, what a depressing uh, loser. Okay, so that is one. Do you have any I know, questions about the sure dishes? I'm not sure what's worse, murder or being that excited to see a dish rack. Yeah. It's a toss-up. It's, yeah. I, yeah. I do it with the dishes. I love, I love doing them. <laughs> I seriously do. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions about these dishes? Mm, no. All right. No. So moving on. I get on. it. I, I do the dishes a lot, too. I can't stand them sitting in the sink. Mm -hmm. Can't stand it. I got to do them right away. I, like, can't sleep if they're sitting in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave a couple. I left a few the other day, and I woke up, and I shook my head at the sink. Because huh. I couldn't believe myself that I had left. Really? Yeah, it's insane. My parents were like that. Yeah. They certainly wouldn't leave the dishwasher. No, the never. No. But they used the dishwasher. True. Well, I mean, there's five people living there. I use the dishwasher, there. too. I know. So that's the thing. Is that, and this is another thing. It's Michelle. <laughs> this is really just a platform for me to complain. <laughs> Michelle <gasps> wants to use the dishwasher. Yeah. And I'm saying, just do it. Go ahead. Yeah. She doesn't. Because I do them. Anyway. Yeah. Well, if you do them, then who cares? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. And you deserve your rack. I love that rack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Next one is, I am an erotic reminder setter. Mm. What an exciting thing to talk about. I will remind myself, and it's depressing sometimes when I see them. It'll say, reminder, cut nails. <laughs> oh my God. You do not remind <laughs> yourself of that. All the time. All the time. <laughs> reminder, take probiotic which oh. is a dog probiotic, by the way. <laughs> I do it all the time. I just, I just deleted my reminders, but, you know, they're, they're pretty stupid. But without How it... How would you live I, without your phone? I couldn't now. No. I'm so reliant you, you on it. You would die. Did you have reminders to eat? No. Okay, good. But, I mean, I have a reminder for everything. And it works really well. And this is what I do. I say, hey, Siri, set a reminder to record a podcast at 6 p.m. tomorrow. And then at 6 p.m. it'll tell me. And then I don't tick it off until I've completed the task. Well, that's rewarding when you get to check things off. Check off the nails. 
Got my toenails recently, too. Looking good. Okay, now this is a very interesting one. Volume levels. So we're watching TV, okay. You writing this down? The volume. So it has to be at, a, it has to be at particular levels. So 12's okay, 10's okay. Of TV or of like, everything? <laughs> everything. Music, <clears throat> everything. Yeah. Hmm. So 10's cool, 12, 15, 18, 20, 22, 25. Can't be 24, can't be 26, 28's okay, 30. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. It drives me crazy. Why, where did you, when did you pick those numbers? When did you decide that they those just numbers were the are ones okay? that Because felt they don't right. follow any kind of pattern. They don't make they sense. They kind of do. 15, though, is odd. I know. 18, even. Mm -hmm. 22, you said you can't do? I can do it. Oh, you can do it. It's what about 25? Yep. So okay, so basically two, it's two five. increments of two and then in the middle yep. of 10. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it feels right. Yeah. You wow. would just have it on 14. I'd come over and you have your TV on oh, yeah. 14. Oh, yeah. I'd have, mine's actually always on oh. 23. Actually? Yeah, usually. Why 23. Why don't you just do a 22? Because I'm not mental. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's my next one. It's a schnauzy. I give him, I call, when I kiss my dog on the nose, I call them schnauzies. And I give them a minimum of 100 a day. I love it. Every time I give him a schnauzy, I tell Michelle. I, I, I'll tell people to get their cameras out when I'm giving them schnauzies. <laughs> I just love it. I really love it. It's gross. Okay, net worth. We already talked about it. I really like Googling that. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm obsessed with it. Seinfeld totally. is a big one for me. I feel that I fully live my life by Seinfeld. Do you know what I mean? I agree, you do. Like what's funny, you know, what would Jerry do in do this situation? Do you have one of those wristbands, WWJD? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. I broke up with somebody one time. They coughed in their hand and then touched my shoulder immediately after. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> okay. Oh, I want to ask you about this, Mel. So, you said that you had Pop Goes the Weasel in your head for weeks. And so get this. Yeah. You're miserable in high school. <laughs> I was a goth. Goth, yeah. yeah. Walking through the halls angry <laughs> with Pop Goes the Weasel in your head Fully. for weeks. Fully. Walking home, yelling at people <laughs> <laughs> with... How's it go? Do 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't. You wouldn't believe the songs I get stuck in my head. They're insane. I had for such a miserable yeah person. No doubt. I'm not miserable. I I came outside one time and to see that our car had been broken into. Yeah. And I was on my way to a spin class. I think I told you this, but. I'm really pissed. Like, I was late for the class. I was so mad. Heart was pounding. I still went to the class. And I'm, going, I'm walking in so angry. And within five minutes, I'm, like, dancing on this bike to, like, horrible music. <laughs> and it's, you know, like a techno. And, like, five minutes ago, I was like, you fucking pieces of shit, like, losing it. But yeah. anyway, just how quickly it could change. Yes. Um, the song I had stuck in my head was Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under mm -hmm. by Shania Twain. Yeah. 
I woke up every day and it was in my head immediately. Yeah, I get that in my head a lot too. But Do my head really? switches it. It's whose boots have your bed been under? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was working at this metal bar on Granville Street called The Factory, and they only played metal. But this is when I had the song in my head. Oh my God. I'm so I, I turned it. Was it a pub or a bar? It was a I bar. mean, like a club. Okay, I pictured it as a club. Kind of got. And like metal heads, like oh. dancing on the dance floor to metal, but it's a, it's a pub. It's a, yeah, it's a bar. Okay. Damn, a metal club. People that get, might be really dance. hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would be hilarious. <laughs> you couldn't talk. Um, yeah. yeah, so I put, I put the song on the speakers, and then I see my boss freaking out. I had a bunch of my friends in. I turn it on. And I'm dancing, and he's like, who put this fucking song on? He's mad at me, and I'm over there dancing in my pink bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay. This one's kind of lame to say, but... Uh, no, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you these, and this is it. Paralyzer's the drink. Yeah? Favorite drink of all time. Really? It's the best. It's vodka, Kahlua, milk, topped with Coke, or Ugh. some kind of a cola. So I make them good. I'll do, you know, some like premium vodka and then Kahlua, and then well, I guess I would use milk, but I might use an almond milk or an oat milk now. Who knows? That might be good. And shake it, and then top it with like Phillips root beer or something. Really delish. But doesn't it curdle? That's what I don't understand about mm-hmm. paralyzers. It's like, are you paralyzed because you poisoned yourself <laughs> with curdled milk? Like it doesn't curdle. What? But that, sometimes how it curdles. could it not? I don't know, but it doesn't. Huh. But, um, so I had, I had, all my friends make fun of me because I like paralyzers so much, and I had them, a bunch of people over one night to make paralyzers, and I didn't have any milk, but I did have Pepto-Bismol. Ugh. So no. I made a paralyzer, exactly, but instead of milk, I used Pepto-Bismol. How much milk goes into one? Maybe like two ounces. I don't know what ounces. What do you know, millimeters? Milliliters. Milliliters, yeah. <laughs> uh, two, you know, that's probably... Like that? An ounce and a half, maybe two ounces. Okay, so a small amount. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it would fill up a small. Of, but of Pepto Bismol. Of Pepto Bismol, and that's the other thing I'm obsessed with is Pepto Bismol. I yeah. love the taste of it. Yeah. It's delicious. It's like Tums. Tums are delicious. Yeah. It's candy. Some people hate it. I don't know why. There's something wrong with them. Yes. Yeah. They you don't, don't like have excessive indigestion. It's not even that for me. Sometimes I just want to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a sad life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and one, another thing Michelle told me to write it down. She said that you're obsessed with making people feel welcome and comfortable. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, I got one, too. I forgot to mention that Rich said that I'm beautiful and the best person in the world. I forgot to mention that. Well, he's right. So that's it. All right. Any, any follow-ups? Oh. Do you want to talk about the... Well, I feel like for the next episode, um, I probably won't go so dark. Um, I feel like maybe we should touch base about what we're going to talk about. We went from the sound of stabbing through (laughs) chest plates to dish racks, and that was a pretty intense transition. They'll have that nice guitar in there to to transition (laughs) smoothly. Yeah, upbeat, happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I think generally we are both mental mm-hmm. and we think about bizarre things and we fully obsess over things. Yeah. Like 
to the point where I sometimes say out loud, stop thinking about that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Or I get, m mostly what it is is I get songs stuck in my head like crazy. And like it's, it, when I go to mom's, I get um, a sp like specific songs stuck in yeah. my head that I only get in my head there. And then, you know. You do. Yeah. You often kind of write a new song to that though. It, what do you mean? You'll write, you'll write your own lyrics to an already known song. You know I do? Yes. I, maybe I don't know this. I was trying oh, to those remember. Are during my blackouts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember what it was, but uh, it was a good one recently. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I wish we could remember it. Huh. I think you're just thinking in general of my jingles. Oh. You think that they are pre-written, but they're not. I come up with them on the spot. Michelle's good at jingles. Uh, before I forget, a thing that I had stuck in my head, so songs that you have in your head, right? That's normal. I had, this is a food company, so they make like potato wedges and stuff. I had the name of the company stuck in my head. I would just say it What's over. The name? <laughs> What's the name of the company? I'd say it over and over. Is it like Oatsgers or whatever? You ready for it? Yeah. It's Cavendish. Cavendish. It's a, it's a nice sounding word. Ca so what was the voice? What did the voice in your Cavendish. head sound like? Cavendish. 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 That's insane. Yeah, I know. That's insane. I got obsessed <laughs> with a um, vacuum. No, oh, yeah. I'm going to tell that next time, I think, because then we can play it, and that's funny. Oh, we could still play it. Yeah, but I feel like we might be done. Yeah, okay. Right? But uh, you sure you don't want to tell people? <laughs> I'll tell it next time. Oh, it's good. I'll tell it next time. On the next episode, I'll tell you about my obsession with uh, a vacuum cleaner commercial. Yeah. Like, fully crazy obsessed with it, like did research on who the people are and everything. Yeah. Did you really? You bet. The I, I literally I can't see that vacuum because I get so mad when, I, when I'm reminded of that song because it gets stuck in my head again. I'll send... It's absolutely insane. I'll send the audio recording of me singing the song to Mel all yeah, the time. Yeah, he'll send me a text message that is an audio recording of that song and just sends me into like a spiral... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mental health crisis. Yeah. Mom does it too. Mom will just do it on the phone. Mom sings that song? Yeah, she just sings it. Annie does it all the time. Like, I should have never told anybody. Do they really? Yes. Oh, I've never heard them sing it. Okay, so at the end of every episode, do you want to alternate? Let's alternate. Alternate things that we guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's always make it a celebrity net worth. Okay. But uh, you'll ask and I'll ask. Okay, I see. So I'll, I'll do this one. <laughs> okay. No, you ask me. Okay, I'll ask yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, give me your, your internet. Give him some. <laughs> one time I... Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, one time I... Uh, Jeff, Jeff was driving and he asked me to look something up on his phone. No. He asked it me to was, call we were, somebody. We were, we were troubleshooting my phone. And he, I was driving, so you operated it, and you had to go to the internet. Yeah, and on your in, the last his last search was Joe Pesci's net worth. <laughs> and it was so yeah. funny. It was so <laughs> funny. That was just his private little yeah. search. Huh, yeah, what, I know. Yeah. So I go, fuck, what was the last thing I looked up on? <laughs> and it was the funniest thing possible. <laughs> Joe Pesci's yeah. net worth. Okay, let's say... Um, um, Lisa Kudrow. What's her What's net worth? What's Lisa Kudrow's net worth? Okay. Seventy million. Seventy million. I like cannot wait for the answer. Did you? What see do my you face? think? 
I think or do you don't it, guess? <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna guess, yeah, yeah, and yes. I think it is ninety million. Is it ninety? It's ninety. Holy shit! Damn. That's wow, not even cool. I'm really good at this game. I I always look up the Friends cast net worth. <laughs> well, why didn't you know that then? Well, I don't know. It must have gone up in the last four days. <laughs> yeah, she just released a new movie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they made a lot of money. They're rich yeah, for life. That's crazy. Isn't well, I mean, it? I guess they did that for like, what, did the, what was that years. show on for like 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. And they made a million dollars an episode for the last four years of the show. Huh. It's Maybe a pretty shitty show. Years. I love it. I don't get it. It's like comforting, but it's not funny. Ross is funny. Uh, Ross is funny sometimes. Joey's sometimes funny. Joey's very loyal. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get into it a lot. Okay, so those are the things that we're obsessed with this week. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's going to be a whole new batch of absolutely ridiculous things that you should never be obsessed with. Hey, thanks for listening to our very first episode. Sorry if Jeff bummed you out with all of his morbid, intense talk about dish racks and Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check in next week. Uh, we're going to be releasing an a episode every week. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast.